Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On the Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the fifth and last episode into the series called Running with Vision series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm heading into my third and last month of half marathon races and thought it was only fitting I introduced this series that intertwines mindset, life, and running. In this last episode, Finishing Strong, Take Me to the Finish Line, I cover the mentality of a runner when crossing that finish line, why you should finish strong while training, the truth behind why we put so much emphasis into the end of a race rather than the start, and more. But before I dive into this last episode, because there's a lot to get through, let's do a life recap first. So I got back last week from a vacation in Cancun, Mexico with my sister. And since college, my sister and I have done this yearly sister trip together. And it's been something I look forward to every year. My sister and I have differing personalities, but somehow we complement each other. We have similar tastes when it comes to travel and similar goals, such as waking up early to get in a workout before starting the vacation day. And truly, there's no better travel partner than family. This past trip was much needed and very relaxing, to say the least. The resort we stayed at had the best guacamole and green juices. I'm not even kidding when I say we had guacamole at every single meal. And I may have had two glasses of green juice a day. And there was this one night I remember vividly because I thought it was so funny. And we spent one of the nights watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days in Spanish. And it was quite a laugh. I mean, the movie, it's funny as is, but add the dubbing? (laughs) That was definitely interesting. We both wanted to snorkel and swim with turtles, so we ended up booking an excursion in Cancun where we got to go out on a boat and see these underwater statues, this piano, a shipwreck, and caught two turtles during the dive, which was really cool. This was my first time snorkeling. I've only been scuba diving, and oddly, I think I prefer scuba diving more. I'd like to get your opinion on that, actually. For those of you who have been both scuba diving and snorkeling, which one do you prefer more? We ended the trip with our first time on a jet ski and parasailing. And if you've never been parasailing in the Caribbean, highly recommend it. It's like getting a drone perspective, but without the drone. And the water? I couldn't get enough of that blue. At the end of every trip, my sister and I like to evaluate and spend some time sharing our favorite highs and lows of the trip. And here's something that was unexpected on our trip. On our second day, we ended up dining with the head of management of the resort, who connected with us on a more personal level because of his travel bond with his sister. Apparently, they meet every New Year's somewhere in the world and share a bottle of tequila. And what's really interesting is it's been an ongoing tradition for him for 15 years. I remember looking at my sister then and there and just smiling. 
I think a part of us was excited to start planning our trip for next year. Anyway, that was Cancun in a nutshell. I arrived back home to New York City where my boyfriend, who had been cat-sitting my two cats, Pepper and Luna, greeted me with my two girls. He claims Luna is a big fan of him now, but we'll have to keep seeing if that's all in his head or... Anyway, let's get into the episode. When you visualize the finish line at a race, what comes to mind? Are you thinking of that one shot of the first place runner running their heart out with arms outstretched as they tear the ribbon at the finish line? Do you think of the time clock ticking away as the first place runner pumps his or her legs towards the finish? I personally look at the emotions and final motions of the runner, steps away from the finish. I want to see the expression on their face, how they are pushing themselves, and what gives them that motivation to finish strong. Whenever it's two weeks leading up to a race, my training visuals start to change up a bit. And by that, I mean, as I'm doing my training runs, I start to visualize myself on the very race course, running at a consistent pace, focused on the road ahead of me. And I start to put myself in the shoes of what would actually happen on the race course. And when I'm nearing the end of my training run, I can feel my heart pounding with excitement because instinctively, I'm pumping my arms and legs faster. I'm picking up speed. I hit a second wind and I'm just going at this point. The finish line is in the distance and I'm going to finish strong. That is what excites me during training runs. I always practice finishing strong because that is how I want to finish in every race. When you train consistently over and over to finish strong mentally and physically, It becomes ingrained in your brain to do the same on race day. It becomes natural. And the thing that always impresses me about running is that even when your legs are about to give in, there's something about the finish line that will remind you that you've got more in you to keep going. You've got a little more energy and strength to push yourself even more to finish strong. And you'll see it with a lot of runners at the finish. The mentality is that runners find themselves immersed within the crowd cheering them on, and the voice in their heads telling them they are so close. From a runner's perspective, the thoughts are flowing through your head at this point. The cheers from the crowd are softening in your ears as you've tuned into your inner voice telling you, You worked so hard to get here, and you're going to make it to the end. I've said this before, but I like to think of running as 20% physical strength and 80% mental strength. Yes, it's important to be physically strong, but it is your mindset that will help you cross that finish line. Here's the thought. Why do we only focus on the end results of a race? Whenever someone finishes a race... The first thing that comes to mind is, what were your race results? What was your time? How many miles did you run? Why? 
an accurate way to track progress is through the results. Think of all the diet stories you hear on the news or in social media posts. What grabs your attention the most? She lost 15 pounds in one month. The data, the results, that's what really convinces people that he or she really made progress. And I think that's what's so hard about tracking growth and running. Some races, you'll crush it and hit a PR. But there are some races where you won't perform your all-time best, and it'll make you instantly feel like you're going backwards. (laughs) I've experienced that feeling way too many times to count. Being able to hit PRs every single race in a row isn't always easy. It's possible, but if you're tracking long-term sustainable growth, it's not the best way to measure it. So something I always do after cooling down, getting the medal, taking the photos, embracing the arms of loved ones, is processing the race start to finish. I'll just sit there on the couch, zoning out, thinking back to the commute in the morning, where I was just getting warmed up with my long-run playlist on Spotify, blasting through my ears. The Celsius drink I sipped on after waking up, finally hitting. And then walking to the train station at the crack of dawn to get to the starting line early. I'll think about the excitement I felt sitting there on the subway, slowly making its way to the destination, one station at a time. I'll think about the pour of other runners crowding the entire subway with our race day attire, bibs, hydration, checked bags and all. I'll then remind myself of that little memory of when I take that first step from the starting line and everything just sinks into place. My legs, my arms, my mind, and then I'll find myself processing mile by mile and the emotions I felt as I trekked along. I nod silently, remembering when I saw the inclines in the race and mentally pushing myself through it. I'll remember the second half of the race where I'll start to feel that pain pushing in through my legs and me reaching for another gel to intake from my running belt. I don't know what it is about recapping every piece of your race, but I always feel the need to replay the entire thing like a movie on repeat. To me, the race isn't necessarily about the end. It's the entire process that makes all of this so satisfying. From waking up and climbing out of bed at 4 a.m., to pinning the race bib onto my shirt, to riding in the subway alongside other runners, to crossing that starting line, to pushing through mile by mile, and finally crossing that finish line. Going through the motions of race day is a reminder I like to keep with me that helps me finish strong. And as I'm just days away from my last half marathon of the year, I can't help but pause 
and think back to how I approached the other days leading up to past race days. I'm feeling it all over again. And it's one of those unexplainable moments that I think everyone should experience at one point or another. I'm coming to a close on my running podcast series, but I hope this encourages anyone out there who wants to start running or even sign up for a race. And look, it doesn't have to be a half marathon. It doesn't even have to be a full marathon. It could be something like a 5K or 4 miles or a 10K. But like they say, the first step is always the hardest. As for my running journey, this may be the last half marathon of the year, but starting in June, the full marathon training begins. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That is a wrap on the Running With Vision series. I hope you enjoyed this season. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next season where I cover another topic of discussion. Deep dive into the life of a social media entrepreneur series. This series will expand in a lot of topics within my business and work in social media. From burnout to what goes on in a client shoot to mental health for someone working in social media and so much more. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.